and you're listening to the Alchemy of the Human Experience, and my name is Giselle Beaumet. I am a transpersonal hypnotherapist and an intuitive life coach, and I am very happy that you're here. Thank you so much. If you've listened to any of the episodes before, thank you. I really appreciate you. And if you're new to the podcast, you should know that we talk about all things mind, body, and spirit wellness, and we focus a lot on the spirit, which is what sustains the mind, the body. (laughs) We don't want the mind and the body to be controlling the spirit. We want it in the other direction. And so we focus a lot on spirit wellness, which is your foundation. And so today we are going to be continuing a conversation that was started with my friend Inaz, who was previously my co-host, and we've started recording again together, and he is a student of human design. We started the general conversation in episode 62, which is the general conversation on human design and how it plays into your personal relationships, romantic relationships, your parenting, your work very fascinating discussion. So if you want a general overview, head to episode 62. Today we're getting into it. So we're going to get a little more more detailed. We're talking about the different types that are within the human design. And we're breaking down what they mean, what they look like, and again, how they might be playing into daily life. And I guarantee you that you'll find yourself in at least one of the types, but you can also head to any of the human design websites and figure out which one is your type. You're going to get a lot out of this conversation and you'll understand others a lot better after this conversation. And human design is really essentially just another way of seeing our humanity and our abilities to create and to be in magic and to be in our greatness. So let's jump in. So we're back again. We're going to be talking, continuing the conversation actually with the human design and with mm-hmm. Inas. And we're going to start kind of breaking it down into the types. So this would be really interesting because I want to learn more about each of the types. And um, Inas, you'll be able to walk us through each type. Yeah. So, yeah, you start. Absolutely. Um, Where to start (laughs) with such a, you know, delicate um, subject because, you know, people coming into human design um, right off the bat, you know, that starts the clock. Essentially, you're given seven years from when you get with this knowledge um, to experience um, all that is to be experienced. Um, so we're going to start really easy, um, with just the types, um, in, in our last conversation with, the um, just kind of talking it through, um, how the strategy works, what is considered the type and, um, also share our experiences and, and bounce off these ideas, um, in reflecting and contemplating what it means to be a certain type, myself as a manifester, Giselle as a generator, and um, and also use that as, as a tool as, as how to communicate and how to make decisions uh, appropriately to yourself. Um, and uh, yeah, just just con- continuously explore. Um, you know, my again, my you know, just my knowledge is is just uh, at eight months, 
which is uh, fairly new. It's a young pup compared to many who've been in their experiment, uh, experiment for, you know, seven, 10, 20 years. Um, so certainly a lot of information out there, um, but you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for this adventure because Giselle and I are, you know, <laughs> really young in this. So it's going to be fun to have these brand new ideas. Um, yeah. Being embedded um, into our lives. Well, I'm even younger in the knowledge of it. Actually, you just right. said something with like the That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what <laughs> yeah. I mean in terms of, of yeah, age is the yeah. knowledge within the mind. Um, that's yeah. So when you, after you go through just kind of in general, what the types are, I'd love for you to go back to what you meant by the seven years. Mm. Yeah. So, um, we have, can I count one, two, three, four, five, um, four and a half types, uh, out there. And I'll go ahead and start with the manifestors. We have a reflector. We have a generator. We have a manifesting generator. It's kind of like part two to that generator. Um, and we also have the projector. Um, and uh, just kind of quickly going to the seven years. Um, the seven years is what um, Ra Uruhu, um, the guy who kind of came with this information. Um, says to it'll take for us to decondition with this information given where we are in this um you know lifetime um just all the things that we've experienced to this point um you know that clock is is us for for us to figure that out and after that seven years supposedly if um you're deconditioned enough you're you're able to experience the uh, the higher version of yourself if you will um, after that process has kind of gone through sort of like, um, you know, going, going into the darkness and, and coming out, uh, with the light. Um, you know, so that's kind of what he meant in that is it's going to take time. <laughs> it's, it's not something that you learn overnight and, uh, is experienced overnight. Um, so. Does he say in from the time you learn about human design? Or like once you, you place your, you literally place your eyes on this and saying, hey, Giselle, this is my date of birth and time of birth. And I, mm. I find out I'm a generator. Boom. That's when it begins. Clock starts. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you give a general overview of what each type means? Yeah. Um, so I'll go ahead and start with a manifestor, which is um what i am this the type that i am um and with with these i'll just go ahead and start with some just keynotes um just just some words for you to to kind of digest um not necessarily for you to understand right now but um, it'll be there so <laughs> for manifestors um the aura as a manifestor is a repelling and a closed aura so they're very you know, to themselves, if you will. Um, and it's hard to penetrate that. And um, with this not self theme, so kind of like the ego aspect of it uh, for manifestors, like you can tell that this manifestor is not in alignment, if you will, is if they're in a state of anger. So anger, just, just, just angry at their job, angry for compromising in life, just angry, um, you know, for every minute detail. Um, they're just, that's when they're not in alignment. 
and their strategy. So if you're going from the ego, not self, um, if you want to kind of work with this strategy, um, that'll, that'll help them become, you know, get into alignment. And the strategy from a manifester is to inform. And what does it mean to inform? Um, really, it's just, um, yeah, letting everyone know what your actions are because people are just unsure, you know, and, and they may see, uh, see you as a threat in some way, unconsciously, let's say. Um, and if you inform them that, you know, let's say just going out to the store, you know, notifying the wife before I go to the store, um, that'll kind of release all that tension and just say, okay, this guy, this, this gal, they're doing what they're going to do without, you know, without issue. And let's say you're informing and you're doing all the things. The next step that kind of comes from that, that, that the keyword here is a signature, which means uh, in this case, as a manifestor, you experience peace. So going from anger, informing, doing all the right things, um, the expectation or the result of that will be peace. Um, I want to make sure I understand that. So mm -hmm, yeah. for a manifester, they're usually going to be on, they're going to be internal. They're going to be kind of like processing internally, doing their thing. If they don't feel aligned, they're going to be angry. If they feel aligned, they're going to be peace. And so for someone who, for example, might be in a relationship with a manifester, one of the things that a manifester would do to uh, create more harmony would be to vocalize more of like mm -hmm. what they're doing so that right. their partner knows because exactly. that manifester could pretty much not do that and be completely satisfied inside. Right. Because, and, and, and kind of the key word that you mentioned is uh, to vocalize um, because the thing with a manifester, they have what's a, uh, called a motor to the throat that's kind of the specific nature of a manifester so to vocalize and to inform um is is part of that and and you you're gonna know uh, you're gonna find out through the impact that that informing does for these people um and they'll they'll let you know of your impact on them and that is where you can use it as a barometer to further communicate and say okay so i'm informing appropriately they're receiving it well, and they're giving me feedback on that. So let me go ahead and, and keep informing. But you know, it's it's a, a lot you know easier said than done. Um, you know, just just understanding the the conditioning aspect of it. It's informing may uh, may come off as difficult to some, including myself. Um, so it's for you as the manifestor. As a manifestor. Right. Um, because sometimes, you know, let's say there's just so many things going on uh, to inform, you know, every single time that you're going to do, let's say, a huge project or you want to go do something just just to get out of, you know, everything, um, get out of the energy because they don't have a uh, defined sacral. So they're they're They don't have that sustainable energy life force. So they have to go rest, mm. you know. So to inform somebody may just kind of nah, I just don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, I just want to do my thing and I'm going to do it. And when I do do it and experience the, the, uh, you know, opposite of a negative interaction, then it's going to, it could go down a rabbit hole. You know, you, you see how it can do that. Okay. Yeah. So 
because I have a friend, I have a couple of friends also besides you, like there's a couple other people that are in my life that are manifestors. Um, how do they do in terms of responding? You know, like, how do they receive something? Because like I have one friend, for example, and, and I had an idea and I'm like, oh, we should do this. And he like, he liked the idea, but didn't take it in. It wasn't like, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to take it. And right there, <laughs> you feel that closeness already, right? Yeah. You feel that close aura, repelling aura. It's like, all right, so you have to kind of work it yeah. a little bit, um, which if it continues to go down that road and they're not, you know, receptive to that, um, then you could uh, expect to see anger. If not see it, then maybe there's something that they'll experience internally, but not be able to vocalize it, you know? Um, so yeah, with, um, in terms of how they respond, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to say complicated, um, but it's it's very specific to the relationship. It's it's specific to the um, the auras in in play. Um, so you know if if there's certain electromagnetic uh, connections that are out of whack or decon, you know there's you know people in their not selves. You know sometimes they don't act as themselves and they're just unaware of that. Um, but in the in your case, are they aware and kind of practicing what what you're you're saying? Or oh yeah, they're yeah? they're very like they're very spiritual minded, right, so they're right, aware right, right. that they're manifest manifestors. They're aware mm-hmm, of how they work mm-hmm. with that. They're aware that like generators are responsive, you know. And so, right. um, so you like w- the particular thing that we were discussing was having a a in person event. That I that actually originally I think the idea came from him and then I responded to it like oh this sounds really good we should do it but it was more like so go right. ahead and do it <laughs> you know and so mm-hmm. what ended up happening I think is he worked with the fact that I'm a generator and right. had me you know like more be the responsive person to it because of the idea I really really liked the idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right right. Um, yeah, and that's, and that's an interesting, you know, place to be in. Like, if you really think about it, where you're aware that this information is available and you can use it, you know, and people, and, you know, let's say just in terms of manipulation, right. Um, and just trying to gear the conversation to what is uh, appropriate, mm-hmm. um, and, and playing with it and, and feeling, because that's such a, a big role that comes into it is you have to be able to feel um, into each conscious decision that is made within these, you know, so-called requirements, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, and, and you know, being aware too is like as a manifester, like if you're angry and you know you're angry as a manifester and you're just like consciously, you know, bringing up these thoughts that I'm getting angry, I'm getting angry. You know, you can use those opportunities to pivot and to be like, okay, I just needed to pull away from the situation. I'm informing you, hey, this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling away so I can kind of gather my thoughts, rest a little bit. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it in 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, I've not experienced like anger from, from it. It's, it's sure. more like, um, uh, it's more like, I, I like this idea but I'm not, I'm not going to 
take, I'm repelling it. You know, like I'm not going to take the action for it. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be there if it's organized, Mm -hmm. but I'm not, I'm not owning it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to own the thing. And, but there's other things, you know, that, that he'll own like in his passions and the things that he's working because he's, he does a lot of like somatic work and breath work and movement work and all that kind of stuff. And so Mm -hmm. I, the, me learning about this with you is and then having that discussion with him about manifestors and generators like Mm -hmm. i see this at play you know i I, I see how it works i think i've always thought of manifestors i guess or people like this as internal processors Mm -hmm. as opposed Mm -hmm. to external processors but all right so let's keep going yeah (laughs) yeah no that's that that was a lot of good information um yeah, so manifestors, um, again, they're really here for impact. They're here to, um, you know, allow others to see another way through the signature, mm-hmm. which is peace. Um, you know, and and let's say generators, you know, in Giselle's case, as you know, feeling the impact through our conversations throughout, you know, the year, the past year. Um, you know, certainly there's a lot of growth in that um you know on both aspects because she's constantly responding to the things that i'm giving out and i can see my impact through that mm-hmm. um and i can see that you know we're on the right path through our the, the non-resistance in our conversation you know and and even if we talk about you know complex situations we can have the humor we can bounce around we we're, we're a five one um you know we can it's 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 yeah um, but yeah, okay, we'll just go ahead and keep moving on. I get into sidetracked here. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, yeah, I guess we can go ahead and go with the generator next. Um, <clears throat> so we can just go ahead and quickly start off with the, the not self theme, um, kind of keeping with um, manifester, uh, which is frustration. Um, you know, they're open and enveloping aura. They want, they, they have this, uh, uh, the d- defined sacral center. So the red square down in the middle. Um, so they're here to respond um, and love life and, and, and learn about themselves and um, kind of uh, master the things that they really do enjoy and respond appropriately to, right? So the not self theme of frustration um, is, is the opposite of that response. Um, an experience. Uh, if they're not responding appropriately, if, if let's say I'm just, you know, going and doing the same job every single day um, and I'm not responding appropriately to that, I, I'm, I'll feel that frustration within me. And this is where, you know, life force energy, right? If it's working appropriately, you can do things for hours and days, but if it's yeah. not, you know, you're going to feel that um, kind of heaviness that you're kind of slugging around. Um, so again, the, the strategy for this is to respond as a generator. So if you're it's it's a big um <clears throat> emphasis, from my understanding, to to feel into mm-hmm. that response, to to hear um, you know, the, the clicks within um saying yes or no. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um and when it's a no for you to communicate that um appropriately within the relationship. Um, but let's say you're, you, you are responding appropriately to the things in life, uh, the signature theme to that, that you experience a satisfaction 
And how does satisfaction look, Giselle? Very, <laughs> when you're very good. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, when, when you're, and again, you use that signature satisfaction as a barometer. Um, yeah. to, to continuously make those decisions. So when you are creating the reality that you wish to create, um, you know, it, it gets a lot easier. And um, from, from what I hear as generators, once you find that, you know, it's, it's kind of a light switch mm -hmm. that you experience um, when things are working within, you know, you're, you're, you're waiting and you're responding, things are just coming to you. Um, and it's just a constant flow of life. That's, um, that's, that's it. That's mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's my reality. Once I mm -hmm. realized that for me, I mean, I, this was before I realized human design, but I, I did get internally that things worked really well for me when I did things that felt good to me. And that right. when I was doing things, this was a few years ago and that I was, and when I was doing things that, either coaches or other people said I was supposed to be doing, but they didn't feel good. It didn't work for me. Even if you're like, it just right. didn't click. It didn't work. And then mm -hmm. when I figured out, okay, I, I need to just not do the things that don't feel good and, and literally just do the things that feel good. As simple as that sounds. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Then, right. then things just came to me. It's a lot. Right. It's so much about the feeling. If I, if we were talking before recording, like, if mm -hmm. I feel the feeling, things just appear and come my way. Right. And, and if you think about it, so you, you have the uh, sacral center defined. Um, and kind of a, a thing with this is with generators, they do not have a, a connection to a throat in, in terms of a motor going to the throat. So you can imagine as a manifester, we have that motor to a throat um, so we can initiate so you think the opposite for a generator, since they don't have that connection to the throat, it's not something that you're here to initiate, you're here to respond. And then when you connect appropriately and those things light up in your throat, and then you can share your experiences, um, that's where, you know, the, 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 the higher experiences um, are felt. Oh, wow. Okay. So for manifestors, is what they vocalize so when they're ready to yeah they can initiate they they can do it without any any person really they can just be like all right this is what i'm doing they have that capacity within their design versus oh. a generator who does not have that capacity it's not they're they're not here to tell everyone what to do they're not here to you know be those in those movers um you know they're here to build they're here to use their hands they're here to use the life force to you know, move humanity in a certain direction. Um, and, and, and the, uh, the manifestors are here to help impact that to, oh to allow God, them to see it. Right. Yeah. To allow the, allow the, the, the generators to see it for themselves that, Hey, it's, it's, it's all about me, you know, like not to be self-centered or anything like that, but it's about me in my authority within my body that I can use to move things around. It's not, mm. I don't have to do it. It's not, it's right. It's just two separate um, actions, if you will. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Which one is next? I wanted to kind of go into a manifesting generator. Yeah. Um, so, that. yeah. Um, I don't really have any notes on it, but um, so manifesting generators, 
um, are basically generators. They are generators. Okay. Um, the only difference is, you know, in the manifesting aspect of it, as, as I kind of shared with the, the motor to the throat, in this case, a manifesting generator has that. So things move a lot quicker with these guys. <laughs> you know, their, their energy within themselves is experienced so quickly um, that sometimes they get ahead of themselves. Um, you know, same In what way, what does that mean? Get ahead of themselves? It's, it's kind of the internal processing. Um, since they're constantly responding as a generator would, and let's say they're constantly responding to the things that they enjoy, um, they can kind of go all over the place. They have the energy to move uh, around in so many different areas of interest. Um, seeing, you know, um, like a lot of artists, like just, just a painter, then, you know, you're a basketball player the next day. Um, you have that energy to do that if it's within your, you know, design. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, kind of got lost there. What was that? Well, what's the part of them that is the manifester? Like, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's having a motor to the throat. So a motor is you have the ego um, center. So the heart center, that's one of the motors you have the, um, emotional, the solar plexus, that's another motor. You have the root center, which is the pressure center. And um, you have the sacral center, the most powerful one. <laughs> I was like, what's the last one? Oh, no, that's the generators. Yeah, so sacral center. Um, so those motors, if it goes through the throat, um, that is what um, has that kind of manifesting capacity. Uh, so they're here, they can vocalize things a lot quicker. Um, but again, it's not um, to initiate. It's more responding to the things that feel good to you. And you can vocalize and move it around. Um, so same not self-theme, it's feeling frustration. If you're not doing the things that you enjoy, um, your, your energy is stuck, not moving around, um, feeling frustrated, not responding. But yeah, those are the kind of the, just the two differences between a generator and manifesting generator primarily. Um, okay, so with the manifestor generated, so I don't know if I 100% understand it. So they're, they're primarily generators, so they're mostly responsive. If they, are good, responsive. They, they are, are responsive. They are responsive. Yeah, they are generators. Um, this is not a partial thing. Okay. Okay, and then the part of them that is a manifesto where they're, um, they repel, all right? Because that's like manifestors repel. No, it's because uh, you're, you're talking about the aura type. So the generator and the manifesting generator still have an engulfing aura. Um, okay. So what I'm comparing the manifestor and the manifesting generator is just that motor that I was talking about, the Oh, the, the sacral okay. center or any of the motors that connect to the throat. Um, because again, with the generator, they, they don't normally have a motor, or not normally, but they don't have a motor connected to the throat. So that's kind of the, you can see how the energy will move between those two. Okay. Okay. Cause, and, and again, you know, like, I, I don't know how specific like human design is to the personality of a person, but like my mm -hmm. friend who's mm -hmm. a manifester generator um, definitely goes by feelings for sure. 
and has to process past process a lot like it has to like go back to move forward mm. um in terms of when any situation is happening and there's, there's, right, there's right. like has to internalize it think about it it's all internal yeah. and then you only really hear the the outcome after and that's the cool thing about human design is the stuff that i'm sharing you is just it's literally the you know the the tip of everything so what you know you're speaking about uh, in terms of processing um you know it's it's de- depending on the defined centers you know if your head center is undefined or not you know it's that's how you kind of work within your field um yeah it it can it's it'll dive a lot deeper into that uh, okay but yeah this is just the the just the scratching it yeah okay mm-hmm. okay so then which one's next all right, so we got, I think I'll go with the projector. Um, so I guess in terms of percentage, um, manifestors are 20% uh, generators, about you know 70%. Uh, the projector is probably like 7, 10%, and um, uh, the reflector is 1% of the population. So we're going wow. towards, yeah, so we're going towards <laughs> the, set of the projector, which is 7%. Um, and you know, I've, I've been in contact with many, um, projectors self-aware and, uh, it's, it's a unique experience. And, um, so with them, their aura is more of a focused and absorbing aura, you know? So so imagine that just, just focus. Right. Um, and they're not self theme is, uh, bitterness, uh, feeling bitter, just just feel into that and kind of feel those around you who um you know who who are interacting with you and and just feel a certain way for not being recognized or validated for some things um and their strategy is uh is waiting so again just being patient waiting is it's not it can, it can easily go the opposite direction um because for you know, you have to wait for that invitation. You have to be recognized of for the things that you're able to focus and absorb your attention on. You know, and it's not um, for a projector; they don't have a motor that's normally connected to the throat, um, so they're not here again as a generator, like in comparison, if you will. They're not here to, to initiate and vocalize these things um, compared to a manifester. So they need to wait for that invitation. Um, and let's say they're waiting for that invitation and people are recognizing them for the skills that they have, um, whether that's in the financial market, you know, they can guide them in certain directions. Um, and the signature to that is success. That's what they experience as a projector is success. So you can imagine someone who is, um, let's say, again, going back to the financial thing, has been focusing on that and you know, let's say she's helping a certain population, um, wanting to focus on that, and she gets invited for that from a certain friend or business colleague or something like that, um, you know, then that's what is appropriate for them to experience. And once they're invited in and, and focused in, then they can provide so much guidance. They're here to be guides, from my understanding. And the, the you know, it's expressed that the relationship between uh, the projector and a generator is is kind of, um, I guess, the ideal 
in, in a sense of moving humanity, if you will. It's, it's, it's in the bigger scheme of things, not just to point it at you individually, but um, because you can imagine the projectors focus in absorbing aura and the, the generator's life engulfing aura, you know, the, just the combination of those two could create such movement. Um, you know, if the projector recognizes what the generator is able to do in terms of building, you know, and, and, you know, that's, that's, that's what, what they're kind of here for. Um, and only when invited. So they, they when basically just exist. Yeah. And then right. if they're invited, they, do they have to feel good about it? Or is it like, oh, you invited me, I'm there. Of course, it's it's always a feeling with it, um, because if you kind of structure it to limit it in that way that you know I'm going to wait for this invitation to happen, um, it's not always going to look the same. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's um, it's kind of being recognized, being um, asked for your uh, guidance, for your advice um, through the work that you do, that you know the things that interest you. Um, but you know, you're really here to be, um, focused and absorbed in, in the other, you know, you're here to learn about the other, um, and that's where the experience lies. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there are very few people like this. 7%. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my experience with them, cause you know, I don't, um, I don't know a whole lot in terms of the details with them. <laughs> Um, but my experience with them has been very unique because you can imagine a focus and absorbing aura and mine is as a repelling aura, right? So you, mm-hmm. you, it's it's known that it's, you can't really penetrate that. But at the same time, as we're you know constantly involving and uh, deconditioning, that experience for me has gotten a lot different from what the book would say, if you will, like the information mm-hmm. normally says, like on the, because this is information that is very fundamental, um, has not been fully experienced in terms of deconditioning. So the experiences are limited in that way. And my experience with the projector, um, if we're, you know, both correct, let's, let's say I initiate the relationship and being, you know, Hey, I, li- I enjoy your work. You know, I enjoy the things that you do and the things that you promote, um, you know, I would like to talk more. That's their invitation, you know, okay. and, 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 and in a sense, so that, so that is correct for that relationship. So even though my repelling aura is still there and it's, it's correct and we can have more free and open conversations as they are so focused in and the, you know, they're the, for some reason, like know where my mind is going. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, yeah, it's sometimes so wild. Like, I'm like, wow, she really processed that without me saying much, you know? So it's provided me a lot of guidance um, because they're here to guide. And I've received that guidance. And using that guidance, I can make impact on others from that information. Yeah. So those two types work really well together. They don't overwhelm each other. They just kind of like flow really well. Yeah. And, um, just like even a connection theme, that's another, we're out there, but, um, from my experiences to have fun, you know, and, and I've been just, yeah, it's just once you're in your own, you know, appropriate spaces, 
it's yeah it's it's not like uh you're revving up the engines as a generator would because like if for me and your example <laughs> i get like jittery every time like at the end of our calls because <laughs> like, it's, golly, a it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of things to like physically process mm-hmm. versus when i'm leaving it with a projector it's not i don't feel that it's more like wow yeah that was cool mm-hmm. yeah wow that's fascinating um because i i sense that for sure like with manifestors and generators uh the generator uh, manifestors sometimes just need to like like okay that's a lot let me come back and reset mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very you can't you can't rush it there's no pushing it through yeah you really have to be um not necessarily like gentle with them but just given it's it's just boundaries at that point Mm -hmm. like that's what it sounds like with your relationship as well it's like you're you're recognizing you know the things that are not appropriate for him so you can set that boundary within yourself so that way you can communicate hey maybe i could pull back too and see how they respond right like because that that relationship perhaps is is initiated appropriately you know however Mm -hmm. that looked like so within that context of initiating that relationship the things that follow that you know could you know be different you know just experience different yeah yeah i've definitely learned that i think for me like i said i didn't know human design for a while but i definitely knew it uh eternal processors and external processors and i knew that i Mm. was an external processor um sometimes internal but majority 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 of the time external now now i do it more with source you know back and forth but Mm -hmm. um but i know that with internal processors that a relationship who he was a internal processor so i knew that if there was something going on he needed to just almost like go in a cave like right uh reset, reset and then come back with a thought you know or or the way that he's processed it and that mm-hmm. that works so much better than pushing for an answer or pushing for that conversation to go on like to just allow the person to just be right right and and even just to kind of add on to that it's it maybe not even just the conversations themselves but it's just the physical presence of these two different auras you know it's as a manifest or not having it define your sacral center you know, just being around someone as a generator, sometimes it'll get me revved up, but you know, it's something that I have to pull away from because I'll exhaust myself, mm-hmm. you know, cause I sometimes don't know when enough is enough. I don't know when to slow down or when to stop. Um, and when let's say you're in a situation where it's, um, you know, where you're forced to do things that you don't want to do and you're tired on top of that, you know, you can imagine the conditioning again that is going to continue uh, down that path mm-hmm. okay so then there's one more type right or the two correct types? um correct uh we got one more here it is the reflector which is one percent um another one that's a very minor minority yeah. people uh and i personally have not met one yet um, but mm. from, from my, like just research and understanding, man, it's something like if, if I'm in my, let's say highest, higher self, whatever, and I get in contact with the reflector, cause it's exactly what it sounds like, you know, they're here to reflect who you are, you know, mm-hmm. cause they don't have any, um, centers defined. So 
they they don't have any consistent energy working through the centers so they're 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 getting it from from the people that they get in contact with you know okay. so so that's that's so i'm not entirely sure with these guys but i'll go with the not self theme uh is disappointment um and how that is experienced is uh still to be decided for me at this point. So um, do your research on that um, disappointment. Um, but we can kind of talk it through. The strategy for them is very different. It's it's uh, it's waiting for a lunar cycle, oh, which is wow. about, uh, what, 29, 30 days or something like that. Wow. Um, to That's make their own. Unique. Very unique. It's, <laughs> it's in terms of this, so, uh, this strategy and all that. So this is for your decision-making process. So imagine like as a reflector, they're, they're reflecting everybody to themselves or, you know, to themselves. Um, but for them, you know, they're unsure what is theirs or what is not because they don't have any consistent energy moving, moving through this, the centers. So for them, their strategy is they have to wait a whole 29 days um, to figure out what is right for them, you know, for whatever decision that is, whether it's, you know, a career or, you know, moving or something like that. Um, that's, that's kind of their strategy in that. And, you know, there's, there's ways to track it. Um, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's tools out there for you to do that. So that way, let's say it's, it's based off transits from my understanding. So each, each, um, I'm not sure the increments, if it's like 20 hours or something like that, uh, in between where the transit changes and they're, um, experience something different as well because the transits, you know, that's another thing in itself. I don't want to get into, but it's, it's basically the the energies that are affecting us. Um, and in some cases, for reflectors, they can have a certain defined energy, a uh, defined um, you know center, uh, based off these transits, which is not necessarily you know it's not. It could be some thoughts that that are not their thoughts, so they have mm. to process that over time. So certainly a lot of patience with this, mm -hmm. um, a lot of, um, yeah, just, just patience and, and just knowing yourself and, and knowing what's not yours, uh, what not to carry. Um, mm -hmm. From my understanding, uh, Til Swan is a reflector, um, whatever that means for you, but. I don't know what I, that is. Til Swan, she's, she's kind of, uh, um, I don't even know how to call her title. It's, it's just a spiritual teacher in a sense. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, she's, uh, you know, controversial in, you know, the media world when, when they try to, you know, think okay. people a certain way, um, you know, but I, I personally haven't talked to her, met her or anything like that, but, um, yeah, she, she's helped uh, a lot of people, um, with her, with her knowledge, with her story. Um, so it's kind of interesting knowing that she's a reflector. So if I were to meet her and, and her kind of, let's say spit back what it is that I'm presently dealing with. You know, that is kind of like an ultimate barometer <laughs> for me. You know, it's like, wow, it was like, that's, that's, pr that's pretty cool. Cause I'm going to define her, you know, uh, in terms of the centers, um, when, when I meet, when I meet her in that way. Um, yeah. So for her to reflect those gates and centers back, it's going to be very helpful. Um, and the signature for these reflectors is a surprise. I'm what not sure that how mean? that. So like reflectors are, are here kind of to be invited to, to kind of mirror the differences that they see and share what it is needed 
Um, so you can imagine the surprise from that, you know, and, and the, you know, because it's kind of like a moment by moment, what it sounds. Um, so yeah, it's when they come in contact, um, you know, with, with, the the appropriate, I say initiation or response or something like that. Um, and they're invited in for this, um, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And, and they can have that, that reaction, that, that, constant state of surprise just because there's just so many things happening there's no judgment no resistance there's there's no conditioning there let's say um it's like they can pick up on hmm. the inner reasons for somebody like they can almost read the person is that and then they respond to them right 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 exactly um you know so kind of reading and and then when you think about like the gates and the electromagnetic connections you know, it's when when people are connected in a certain way, the energy that flows from that um, can be expressed expressed through through thoughts, um, through through actions, um, and the reflectors are here to yeah reflect all that, which is really interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. And you've never met somebody like that, like in person. No, no. I mean, you know, it's to be honest. Like, let's say. It's, I don't want to say like the quickest way to awakening, if you will, but, you know, if everything aligns to where you're, you know, uh, for me, I think it would be pretty interesting. You know, mm-hmm. you know the ultimate thing is to live it, um, live this type. Uh, but I think with this information is, is to be definitely uh, be considered at a, as a tool. Uh, mm-hmm. something to that you refer to not something that you hold as uh you know as your bible um, not to be so restrictive or limited with with the information that you have but rather to use it as as a way to learn about yourself or learn about the other learn about the people that you care about um, i'm curious about something too because for example i'm here's here's it so for example i wonder like when I didn't know about human design until a year ago, but I learned before then that things for me worked out better when I felt good about it. And I'm wondering, before I learned that, if somebody had said, oh, there's this thing called human design, let me look it up for you, this is what you are, and you do things um, easier when they feel good to you. If I would have been like, Oh, then let me do things that feel good to me. Or if I still, regardless of that information, would have had to experience and learn through the experience that things felt good to me. And that's how how I should be flowing as opposed to doing things that didn't feel good to me, but someone said I should do them. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that that's definitely comes down to awareness of, of self at that point. And again, just a, a purification process that you kind of have to go through um, prior or even during um, the uh, experiment. I was going to say this kind of re- this reminds me, though, that you had said last time that this is for children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did. So may, like when you learned as an adult that you were a manifester. Right. Did that instantly change 
how you were processing or was it like, no, I mm-hmm. experienced this. So it makes sense because kind of matches to what I experienced about myself. Whereas if we're using it for children, it's more about us understanding them. Mm-hmm. Is that primarily? It's, it's a all encompassing in that, um, you know, we certainly, um, you know, for me, uh, when I learned about this information, I was, I understood why I did the things I did first and foremost, you know, as a father, things that I said or things that I, I should have did or didn't do and all that stuff, you know, that kind of flooded into me. just like, man, you know, I treated this person a certain way. I treated my son and said a certain, you know, certain things. Um, but it was from that point, I was like, okay, so I can use this now to mm-hmm. communicate and, and even clearer to them so that I don't have the misunderstandings. I don't have the anger that comes from the misunderstandings. Um, you know, so I was like, okay, so if I can just kind of face this into just, you know, getting my space first and foremost, you know, mm-hmm. having those boundaries, like, you know, they're both generators and, you know, they have this, they just want to continuously do things, you know, so I have to set those boundaries that, Hey, I don't have time for this. I, I need time to rest and I'll be with you. Um, after this rest, you know, give me five, 10 minutes to nap, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and that's, and that's made a lot of difference, um, in, in my relationships and setting those boundaries and knowing when to initiate, when to talk to them, you know, if they're frustrated, you know, probably not the best time for a lecture, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's probably best for them to, for us to kind of, uh, separate if you will, um, but also make recommendations of what they can do uh, that feels better to them. So that when we come back, it's, uh, there's, we can find the understanding of why I said the things I, I said, or, you know, vice versa. Why, why did they do the things they did? Um, so yeah, it just brings a lot of understanding, um, mm-hmm. for, for those, but of course, you can just always react to it. You know, you can react to it negatively. Some people don't like how they, how it's how their lives have been played out, and they hear about this information and they think it's a burden. So, man, I did all that, and this is what I am right now, and then now it's just going to be like this. I can't get up out of it. Yeah, you know, you can have that reaction, and and that's and that's perfectly fine. You know. Yeah. And that's think- where, yeah, it's just that's where, like, the the, the practice of seeing people where they are. It's really has been really helpful for me because when I learn about these different types, I can accept that instantly and then just just switch and the switch, a light switch and just be like, okay, let's interact differently without even seeing it. You know? I think for me, it was similar experience to what you just said, where things made sense when I looked into it. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's a thing. So that. That makes sense. And then the other way that it's been useful for me is understanding when I know that somebody else, for example, whatever their type is, but, you know, if they're generators or if they're manifestors, which is mostly what I have around me is I Mm. now Mm -hmm. have a better understanding of Mm. how much, you know, to go forward, how, you know, when I need to pull back, how much to share, you know, when I need to wait, like, all right. of those things right. helped me just understanding that. And and would you say like you like consciously doing it in those moments of, of modifying your behavior, like you can feel the difference, right? Like in, mm-hmm. in the way that even for yourself, when you're like kind of doing yourself a favor <laughs> in a way, it's like, yeah. well, I'm just going to pull back so that they don't, 
you know, interact with me poorly because mm-hmm. of what, of the thing that I know that I can do or don't do, you know? Yeah. So there is yeah, a, like, cause yeah. it's not worth it to keep, especially with manifestors, mm-hmm. like it's not worth to overload them because it's not going to, it's not going to go anywhere. It's actually going to like backfire. It's better to just pull back and, um, and, and, have the conversations and peace, you know, in small bits. You know, and, right, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, that it's, and manifestors move really quick too. They're, and they're really creative in nature. Um, and um, yeah, just the relationships between a manifestor and a generator is like, it's, it's, it's a quick movement. You know, you can imagine that, like, you know, even just let's say this podcast for in, in general, like the conversations that we have, you know, move, um, you know, catapult um my inner knowing uh, you know and that was quick i was like man but it feels like it's been 10 years yeah. <laughs> you know it's like time is being shifted um when you constantly use these things appropriately you mm-hmm. know versus versus thinking or expecting it to solve your life you can use it correctly and be like hey let me experience and things will unravel and have a little patience in that you know that that'll just incrementally get easier yeah i like that because it does help especially in our relationships whether it's with our kids our partners friendships for me it's you know primarily friendships and and my kids is that it helps Mm. me to uh, make sense out of interactions with them yeah yeah well thank you so much for sharing Mm -hmm. this absolutely it was was yeah That's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. I really, Again, so, really appreciate it. Yeah, just just another, you know, just uh, I'm sure the what I've shared is is not 100% correct. So, you know, just kind of research and and see what's right and what feels right, and um, you know, but if the feeling in itself in this conversation feels good already, you know, that's that's uh, that's that's when you can tell it's correct. Yeah. So you know, I appreciate uh, being on here and uh, looking forward to the next.